Welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. I'm Dr. Derek Sweet. Today's topic, common errors that leaders make. I'd like to discuss eight common errors that leaders make. The first error is assuming that what motivates you as the leader motivates your team. Often leaders are surprised that the excitement that they feel, the burn that they feel about a project is not shared by the team. So it makes sense to figure out what's truly the best way to motivate your team. Not whether I'm motivated, but how is my team motivated and what will it take to get them excited and passionate about the project. The second mistake is not providing effective performance feedback and training. Positive and negative, things that are not going well, we are pretty good at telling people about that, but it's also about things that they do well. You know, when somebody performs a task, they may not be looking for a pat on the back, but if they do get one, if they do get some positive feedback, some guidance uh, around what they have to do, and or if they're falling short, you pull them aside and you say, hey, let's get you some training because I know that you can get this task done. That goes a long way. So the first error is assuming that what motivates us as a leader motivates our team. The second error that we make is not providing effective performance feedback or training. What's the third error? not holding your team accountable for performance or not holding an employee or a staff member or a player, uh, if you're a coach or, or a leader, not holding them accountable for their performance. What this does is it sets up a really big problem later on because you don't hold them accountable, you get upset with what they're doing or you get frustrated and then by the time you come around to letting them know what's wrong, they're clueless as to why you feel the way you do. So it's really important early on when you spot something uh, not going well or you give a task that you actually follow up and make that person accountable. People actually appreciate that in the end rather than being surprised. What is the fourth error? The fourth error is not clearly communicating your expectation as a leader. Often leaders have an idea in their mind. They know what they want as an end product. And in your mind, it may be a fait accompli, it's done. But it's really important that you open your mouth and that you articulate what you want and you spell out the sentences as you see them and ask your staff or your team, do you get what I just said? Or help me understand that you understand what I just said by repeating it to me or demonstrating to me that you get my expectation. Nothing worse than a leader who has an expectation, is quiet, doesn't say a word, and then holds you accountable for something they never really said out loud. So I've reviewed for you uh, the idea that you've got to not assume that what motivates you is what's motivating your team. I've talked to you a little bit about the idea that you've got to provide effective performance feedback and training. We've talked also about not holding your staff or your team accountable for performance as being a problem. The other thing I just mentioned is to not clearly communicate is your expectations is to set yourself and your team up for a potential conflict or disappointment. So let's look at the fifth error or 
mistake that leaders make, and that's micromanaging. Micromanaging the team, micromanaging your employee or your player, anyone that you micromanage rather than help them develop, you set up for having a certain kind of helplessness or a person who has to check with you to do every single thing. It doesn't allow the team to breathe and it doesn't let people develop. So micromanaging, while it does give the leader the satisfaction that, hey, I know that this got done, what it does is it, it demonstrates to the team that there's no faith in them and that there's actually no plan to develop them. What's another mistake? All right, let's look at making decisions that the team or the staff member or player, if you're a coach, should be making themselves. When you make all the decisions, when you're the decision maker every single time, you actually, in some ways, paralyze the thinking, the creativity, and the, and the innovation of your team. It's really important to help people develop their decision-making skills and perhaps even teach decision-making if you're really good at it or get them the training they need in how to make good decisions. That would only help the entire organization. So just a review. We talked about the importance of not allowing what motivates you to be the only thing that motivates the team. We talked about the importance of perform, giving effective feedback and training. We said it's really important to hold your staff accountable and to communicate your expectations clearly. We talked that uh, about not micromanaging uh, and trying rather to develop your employees. And we just mentioned an important point here that um, you should not make the decisions that your employees, your staff, or your team should be making rather try to develop them. Let's look at the seventh mistake, which is really kind of reactively putting out the fires that happen on a day-to-day -day basis than uh, pro proactively teaching your staff or your team how to put these fires out. So when you're reactive and you put out the fire, what you do is you do not allow the, you're not allowing your team to put that fire out and you end up with a weaker team. So a better approach would be to proactively develop a, a longer term solution with this um, individual or some kind of a solution that allows them to get into the decision making as opposed to just reactively putting out the fire every single time because guess what these fires just they just keep coming up and up and so it's better to have a long-range plan for development instead and the last the very last mistake which is not the it's not, by no means the least is using the power of your position as a leader rather than coaching your employees or your staff or your team. When you just exert power and you're just the boss, well, that can get us to the bottom line and it can definitely get results, but your team is weaker and people do not develop and you lose loyalty. So what you want is to have individuals who are empowered. You want to be not just the boss, but be the coach. And sometimes being the coach means being the facilitator. It means being the cheerleader. It means being the advocate, whatever it takes. So learning how to unleash and unlock the potential and the innovation and the creativity of your team is an important part of being 
a great leader. So don't fall into the trap of just using your power uh, of your position and leadership rather than being a coach. And if you don't know how to coach, there are wonderful coaching uh, opportunities to get yourself a coach and learn from that and then impart that to your team. This is Dr. Sweet. I hope this has been helpful to you. Just reviewing some of the common errors that leaders make and maybe you can take a look at your own leadership style and figure out whether or not you uh, have been committing any of these errors and begin to tackle them. I'll be back with more. Thanks again for listening.